1: This
2: is Skincare with Friends. This week's Skincare with Friends podcast is about free from claims and dubious clean beauty selling tactics. In the European Union and in the UK, cosmetic products and ingredients are tightly regulated to ensure they're completely safe. But skincare brands and cosmetic brands muddy the waters by claiming to be clean and free from nasties. The problem we have with these free-from claims is that it infers that other brands contain ingredients that are not safe, which just isn't fair. So how do we know who to believe and who to trust? Natalie and myself go through all the dodgy marketing to look out for, the recent controversies and how to navigate all the information we're given. So if you enjoy our podcast you can support us by leaving a nice review and subscribing. Hope you enjoy! <laughs> Hello and welcome to skincare with friends with me, Nia Patton, your lovely skincare person on the internet, and Natalie. Um, I feel
1: like I, I feel like a fraud because we're talking about taking care of your skin, and I'm not sure if you can see in this bad what's light. What's happened, Natalie? The whole bottom half of my face—it's almost like you've I've drawn Jeremy Beadle's beard. Um, around my face with red pen because it's just tretinoin burn but it's like whoa
2: it does look red actually now you said it it is so red oh my lord these raised bits yeah she's got bumpy bits so well how how did how did you manage that
1: um um, I'm on my second month of just 0.1% tretinoin with 4% lysinamide. Oh, right. So on the hydroquinone. That's heavy stuff. It is heavy
0: stuff, yeah. but I've
1: been using it, like, pretty much daily on my neck. as well. my neck is... Really, really oh, jeez. Um, yeah. And um, I just ran out of the bottle, and it was about 10 days to wait till my second delivery. So just had a 10-day break, mm. and that's all it takes for your skin to go, oh, that's nice. Just yeah. not put tretinoin on me. And I put it on and I don't usually go anywhere near the bottom half of my face. But, you know, when you just really it, slap it on and I did, and I'm paying yeah. for it. Oh, my Lord. Mm.
2: I love you. I know. You got some nice calming stuff to bring it back down again. Have you got some modulating glucosides? I've been, or basically
1: been free pouring Neods modulating glucosides onto my face like every other hour. Free basing. Yeah, free basing.
2: <laughs> and
1: um And also... Beauty of joseon's really lovely calming serum with mm. propolis and something gorgeous ginseng, and it's lovely. Cool. It's really really nice. It's a nice like watery
2: mm. watery serum. It's lovely. Brilliant. Yeah. So how's your face? Yeah, I get lots of vitamins. It's really nice. I'm really happy and smug. <laughs> um, <laughs> you your skin does lovely, and you do look a bit smug. <laughs> I am I can't help it (laughs) like I've got my period at the moment and you know I haven't had many periods in the last few years because of having a baby Mm -hmm. and then breastfeeding her for ages and ages um so I was a bit like oh Christ here we go and I haven't had any spots which is normally the time where I get a big Craig a big chin boil on my chin Yeah, I haven't seen Craig for ages Craig is gone but yeah I was getting quite a lot of spots um, up until I started using the azelaic from Dermatica. So, and then it stopped. I started using that no spots at all. Wow. Not a one.
1: Yeah. I really need to order that. I know it's, I keep saying it, but I really need to order the azelaic acid because it's 20%. Yeah.
2: It's brilliant. It really is super lovely. Just smooths everything out and gets rid of acne. Oh, gosh. It's supposed to be as good as hydroquinone for pigmentation i don't i don't know about that i don't know are you, what,
1: are you using anything for pigmentation at the moment
2: yeah i'm back on hydroquinone now okay and you've got no issues with using
1: hydroquinone and azelaic
2: no oh, it's
1: fine cool. it's totally fine yeah really good
2: yeah we're all good i really
1: really miss hydroquinone so i came off it in yeah. April, oh Christ, in the last two months. It's just there. It's like. Is it coming back? It's back in mm-hmm. full effect. It's fu- in back. No, I wouldn't it? say full effect because I look at the 2000 pictures and it's, no. it's not there, like by any standards, the same. But yeah, it's, mm. it's patchy. It's really annoying. And I don't know what it is. Bloody hell. that nice weather last week. I must have been reapplying wearing a baseball cap, wearing a mask, and I still got really brown on my face.
2: I just don't get yeah. it. Yes, yeah, same. Yeah, ah. yeah. I know what you mean. My forehead is brown. Yeah. And, like, I've been applying it so much that it's it's absolutely disgusting. You know, I've got, like, a really greasy sort of dirty face from all the layers of sunscreen. Yeah. And I'm brown as well. Yeah. I don't understand it's that. It's really, really odd. It must be getting through. Yeah. Yeah, it is.
1: I'm like, Hayden was mm. we were out in friend's garden and, you know, having a drink. And then the next day he was really red down one side of his face and all down his neck. I remember <laughs> like slightly drunkenly just going up to him and my palm was like white with, I think it's like yeah. um sunscreen and just doing this, to, like, s- you know, sweeping. Smearing what, him. His face like every couple of hours, but it just, it was really strong sunlight. It's very strange.
2: Yeah, considering Wales. we're just not used to it, really. Yeah, this is true. yeah, yeah, this is true. So, like on a sunny day in Wales, the UV index still is still only like two. <laughs> it's not high.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so sad, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, what we doing today? Yeah,
1: what we free from? I love it. So.
2: Free from. This is one of my yeah. favorite things
1: to hear you it's about. complaining um, about nonsense yeah it's really really good um mm. so yeah we're talking about the skincare's obsession with labeling things free from ingredients that really don't really have any business being in there in the first place um just yeah. using fear tactics to make people buy stuff they potentially don't need but also might not have any scientific basis
2: no no, I, mean, I think it's the thing that they're trying to make their skincare sound cleaner than other brands. So as if like the consumer will pick the one that's free from the most things yes. without really understanding what those things are yep. and just assuming that they're bad. So I'll get the, if I'm trying to, to put things on my skin that are more natural and clean, so I'll get the one that's free from all of these things. Cause there's lots in that list. Yeah. And sort of abusing their naivety by plastering these claims all over their products and marketing yeah
1: exactly
2: yeah okay yeah it's naughty it is naughty um and very misleading
1: so um yeah. i'm kind of guilty of doing it in all aspects of our lives though i'm just thinking about like consuming food um yeah. like my mum's obsession with buying gluten free pasta when she's trying to lose weight <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that's cute that doesn't mean it's really cute that's, what <laughs> totally <pointless. laughs> well like, gluten's a protein yeah. so it's better f- to have more protein in your diet when you're trying to lose weight not less oh, god please don't tell my mom that because she's just complaining about how much it costs <clears throat> that's well she's she needs to read a little bit about it yeah i know Yeah. So. No. Yeah, helpfully, and you'll see, glu- you'll see, yeah, sorry, no, no, no. you'll see, gluten-free written on skincare quite a lot. I've seen that. Oh, before.
1: cool. Okay.
2: Yeah, that- which is n- nonsense. Yes,
1: it, it totally is. And um, like you said, mm. it's like saying that sausages are free from mm. <laughs> arsenic <laughs> and bees <laughs> and thumbtacks <laughs> and
2: ancient <literature. laughs> So I'd love my sausages to contain that. icing sugar ancient ancient literature and all the things that they don't have in anyway
0: yeah
2: yeah Yeah. Um, but like because people understand food ingredients more than they understand skincare ingredients yeah we would we would they wouldn't get away with that and also um it really pisses me off that obviously
1: like skincare should be a unisex thing, but obviously a lot of these beauty brands are marketed towards women. And then um, it kind of pisses mm. me off that we get this level of patronizing. Um yeah. especially for me, it's in the language and you've even used it here in the blurb you sent me is when people say free from mm. nasties and they use terminology like that as if they're talking to yeah. a class of year one children. I just hate it don't ever say nasties please it's so embarrassing it makes me cringe
2: yeah but it's like they because they can't it's like they can't say anything else nasties doesn't mean anything they can't say toxins because the thing that they're talking about isn't toxic so they just sort of put a stupid name on it to try and like blur the issue yeah i reckon it's really dumb so um
1: so you've talked about rovectin so what what do you have yeah you like rovectin as a, as a brand right
2: yeah yeah i've got a um essence of theirs which has got loads of different hyaluronic acids and niacinamide and it's lovely and the moisturizer so they don't have any fragrance in their skincare okay. and the packaging's quite plain i like it but you know in europe The free from claims are slightly more controlled than they are in Korea, which is where Rovectin is from. And on the uh, Yesstar website, the list of free from claims on the Rovectin activating treatment lotion, it's free from oil, fine, alcohol, but it says free from oil as if there's something wrong with oil, Mm -hmm. which there isn't. Uh, Free from oil, alcohol, parabens, carcinogens, Animal-derived ingredients, cruelty-free, artificial flavors, oh. mineral oil, steroids, and artificial pigments. Uh. <clears throat> so, yeah, what like steroids? You you shouldn't. You're not allowed to, legally to have steroids in skincare anyway. Yeah, that's a bit boring, flavors. Why would you put flavors in skincare? Do you think they meant free? Yeah. Maybe they meant fragrance, but they wrote flavors. Yeah. They wrote flavours. They wrote flavours. Delicious skincare. Um, And it's a shame. So some of those I'm interested in. I don't want alcohol in my skincare. Yeah. Or um fragrance. I'd like to know if they're not in there because that's quite handy to know. But they've just sort of written this huge long list to sort of make it look impressive. And some of the th- things they've written in the list aren't applicable to what they're what they've made. So yeah, it's that kind of thing. That sort of it's just misleading.
1: And um, yeah, a really a really big um, w- one of the biggest skincare brands of recent years, isn't it? Drunk Elephant. Mm. That's pretty much their yeah. unique selling point, isn't it? Yeah. So they've compiled the suspicious six um yeah ingredients which are essential oils drying alcohols silicons chemical sunscreens fragrances
2: and sls so Mm. why is that a problem do you think it's it's sort of making out that these things are really toxic which is you know in certain amounts and you know there's loads of different silicons Mm -hmm. and they don't do any harm to you at all Mm -hmm. you know some people might be um sensitive to them or some people might find them comedogenic but mm-hmm. silicons are okay then they're, they're safe they've been found safe so it's making drunk elephant sounds superior to other brands but also silicon free like you've said is it, is if
1: basically if a customer buys drunk elephant and takes a drunk break mm-hmm. tm um from yeah. these suspicious six then basically your skin will reset and any pretty much any problem, any skin issue yeah. will be completely
2: knocked out and your skin will be best yeah. it's ever been, basically. So yeah. they can cure any skin issue. So they, they they've written that those six ingredients are the root of almost every skin issue. Mm-hmm. And that this is copied from their website. Okay. What is that? That is nonsense. There's no basis for that. Yeah it is it's lies. It's total
1: nonsense.
2: Um so,
1: yeah, like you said, you bet they do good skincare, but they've kind of ruined it by treating their customers like they're silly. Um, they they probably yeah. do do really nice um, products. I've heard really good things about their virgin marula oil, um, but it's mm. super expensive. They sell it at Boots now. Is it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Um, so how much is a product? Oh, my, well, the marula oil was something like $76 Yeah. for 30 mil, and it's a – yeah, and I've, I've seen that there's um, a uh, YouTube video from Gothamista about it, isn't there? Have you watched that? No. And she kind of sells it. Like, she does make it sound very good.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be so a she's got really,
2: the ordinary yeah, one. Yeah, it's supposed
1: to be a really superior yeah. product compared to the ordinary one, the way it's yeah. filtered or something. It is supposed to be amazing, yeah. but I just don't think any facial is worth $76. I don't know if it is that, but the, their stuff is really... No. Dracophant. Even if you buy, they have the littles, which is like obviously little, mini mm. versions of their best-selling products. But even the littles, it's like eighty pounds for the collection of really teeny. Yeah. It wouldn't last you a holiday, basically, if you were gonna.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, it's so a one-use sort of tiny little. Yeah, bills. yeah.
1: Um, they do. The they gave me a glycolic. Serum with a cult beauty order, and it was like a five mil, mm. literally a tiny thing from the littles, and yeah. it was really unpleasant. It was really, really sticky. So Glycolic <laughs> night serum, and I would have been really upset if I'd paid like proper dollar for it. Oh dear! Yeah, so that's what they mm. like to market themselves
2: on—is they they don't have the mm. suspicious
1: six in
2: any of their. Yeah. any of their products yeah yeah so they they sort of um make out that you have to take this drunk break which is removing all those things mm-hmm. so i guess that then the consumer is going to be like well i need oh let's try this drunk break they've made it sound like i can cure my skin problem with it so how am i going to do this drunk break well it's too hard for them to find silicon-free products and you know, products with no fragrance. So they end up buying all of their stuff yeah, because of this spiel, which is totally, I don't know. It's not based on any scientific research, I'm sure. Yeah. It's lies. Yeah. I can't believe they get away with it. It's really naughty. They kind of didn't for
1: a bit. There was a huge, um, Mm. that big drama with Carolyn Hirons, and she didn't actually say anything particularly awful about them she just said mm. something about one of their products actually I can't remember what it was and their PR responded in the the most passive-aggressive least professional way it was shocking mm. how they reacted and basically said well she doesn't know shit so you know who is she we find that she frequently gets stuff wrong or whatever I'm sure she, you know people get stuff wrong but anyway and um it yeah. was like a huge backlash wasn't there against Trunk elephant but clearly they don't care because yeah, you, you know they're selling in boots now so yeah it's fine yeah. they've done all right out of it anyway. they really have they continue to do okay
2: um yeah yeah okay um so yeah i've just written this little list of um shady goings on which is not necessarily all about free from claims but yeah, I just wrote I was just sort of googling and searching brands that have got into trouble, like serious trouble for their marketing techniques. Okay. And Sunday Riley popped up oh, yeah. with their um yeah, fake review scandal. Yeah.
1: This was I would say recently it was four years ago
2: now. Gosh. Yeah. So between so for two years. Oh shit. So what, I yeah. Between November 2015 and August 2017, Sunday Riley skincare managers, including Ms. Riley herself, posted reviews of their branded products on Sephora site, using fake accounts to hide their identities, and requested that other Sunday Riley skincare employees do the same thing. The FTC, which is, I can't remember, the the American... Fairness
1: Trade... Council or something to do with
2: that. that yeah, something like standards that. Standards type of thing. Yeah, yeah. The FTC alleged that after Sephora removed fake reviews written by Sunday Riley employees, the company then obtained an express VPN account in an attempt to hide its online activity. <gasps> oh, so they actually sort of veiled their identity on the internet and carried on doing it. After they got in trouble for it, that's really naughty. Which is even naughtier than I than I realised it was. Federal Trade Commission, by the way, that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's really... so they got in serious pr- problems, is that, yeah. uh,
1: which is really bad. But they were probably thinking, well, bloody drunk elephants doing it," and blah, blah, blah. like I am sure, that yeah. with the exception of Desiem, um, because they were getting bazillions of amazing reviews, especially around. You know, between mm. 2015, and 2017, everybody, I think Sunday Riley just got caught and everyone else was like, shh, we've yeah. got to put some really good reviews up, which isn't, un- mm. I don't think, like Sunday and Riley don't particularly make any stupidly spurious claims, that were about their, they don't do, I don't think they really go for the free-from nonsense, though, do they?
2: No, I don't really, It's it's one of those brands that I'm just like, it's expensive, it's overpriced. And they put dyes in it. They put just silly colours in it. Yeah, that's the blue one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the lunar one, yeah.
1: which was like absinthe. It was like smearing absinthe on my face. Um, and I've got <laughs> terrible memories
2: of absinthe. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I don't wish to really yeah. live. Um, so It just makes you into a sexy goth, as far as I'm concerned. Does it? Well, it makes me
1: unconscious.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sad and unconscious. Um, yeah, it's not a good look. <laughs> I got into a 40 minute, 40 minute drinking bender, absinthe bender with Rob Seal in my mum's back garden. And I had to be put to bed with my own mother, aged oh 25 after I came back from Prague with the stuff. And um, I said to Rob the next day, like, how long are we drinking for? And he went, 40 minutes.
2: <laughs> oh my God. And you, it felt like <laughs> years. Days, days. For hours, days <laughs> um but yeah so I don't go
1: for sunday rally for the same reason yeah I don't think they no. really go all in for the bullshit clean beauty I don't know I could be wrong I don't really pay them that much attention because I don't use their stuff
2: mm. no same yeah
1: but yeah. yeah okay so focus on free from claims so you've got a list here mm. that claims if you're making any claims mm. on your cosmetic products they have to conform to the following criteria yeah. so basically i haven't seen this but legal compliance so no company should be boasting that they comply with regulations because yeah. all brands have to comply
0: yeah
2: yes that's it nobody should say we we actually comply with the the eu regulations there should be no boasting yes, about that's that just a minimum standard um, yeah.
1: truthfulness yeah. no invented claims e.g 48 hour hydration when the hydration is actually shorter than this
2: can you can you use a product which gives you 48 hour hydration
0: anything. I don't see
2: how because yeah. it's gone like yeah you can anything hydrate you. like I've seen I'm sure I've seen 72 hour claims of something I'm like you yeah. know because I wash my face and then yes, it's all done. over Who's not washing their face for three days? Well, people that want to believe these claims, I guess.
1: Um, evidential support. So if you are making claims, you should have good scientific evidence behind them. So you've used the mm. example here of coral bleaching. So there is no good evidence yeah. to suggest that certain sunscreens can can damage, damage do the coral. You- or do yeah, I was damage. thinking of what Oxybenza, Avobenzone, I don't know, is one of those two mm. ingredients that I think yeah. are actually banned in Hawaii, aren't they? And
2: several seaside yeah. resorts
1: in the States.
2: because Yeah. So the, there is some evidence that in the right amounts, these sunscreens would harm yeah. coral. Yes. But in real life situations where people are just wearing a bit of it and going yeah. in the sea, there is it's, not. Yeah. They, they, it's yeah. not seen it's just you know it's one of those things that people are focusing on the wrong thing there's a lot of things damaging coral sunscreen isn't yeah. content. okay
1: and then free from claims or any claims should be honest so you shouldn't overblow scientific yeah. claims there should be no manipulated before yeah. and after pics i'm sure i still see a lot of manipulated before and after pics though Thank you
2: yeah totally yeah you know i don't know how well this is these because these are the EU oh, yeah. laws and Britain also yeah this is Europe and Britain um Britain yeah. follows the, okay. these laws um even after Brexit i checked um yeah uh, yeah before and after pictures um yeah they, they totally are yeah, manipulated. they them. really are, I'm sure they are.
1: Um yeah. and um fairness so they shouldn't denigrate competitors again I Mm -hmm. think in the states when I lived in the states and this was 16 years ago so things might have changed since you used to be allowed to name your competitors in adverts like unlike this shit razor made by this Mm. shit company we're really great and I always found it really entertaining (laughs) I was like you're not allowed to say that Britain yeah you can't name like the other company Or, you know, provide statistics or whatever. Um, but I'd maybe Yeah, you can't infer. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Um, so informed decision making it mm. should be clear and understandable with no science washing.
2: <sighs> yeah. And that's where I think Desium fails a little bit because their blurbs are really confusing. It is should be clear and understandable yeah. and no science
1: washing. Yeah, they totally, they totally mess that one. Up yeah isn't that interesting yeah they don't yeah. do well there at all
2: no even i as a science lady with you know some kind of science background i find their jargon confusing i don't care it works i just do works. i know i love it i don't i i just enjoy the enjoy yeah. the nonsense and the fun um
1: yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, American advertisers, you said, are get governed by truth and advertising
2: laws. So, when the Federal Trade yeah. Commission, so the FTC, finds a case of fraud. So, this is a quote from the FTC um, okay. website. I found it a lot more funny and dramatic than the European one. Okay, yeah, uh, this is hilarious. It was this is, a bit more. It was a bit more aggressive.
1: Yeah, like may as well be the FBI. So when the FTC finds a case of fraud perpetrated on consumers, the agency files actions in federal district court for immediate and permanent orders to stop scams, prevent fraudsters from pre, perpetrating scams in the future, freeze their assets, and get compensation for victims. When consumers see or hear an advertisement, whether it's on the internet, radio or TV or anywhere else, federal law says that the ad must be truthful, not misleading, and when appropriate, backed by scientific evidence.
2: Yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah. So they're coming after you to get compensation. (laughs) I love that. Um, I know. And I'm just going to go to the
1: eco well, because she's got passed out at the moment and I thought it was really timely um yeah she's so great um but she is doing a podcast with Dr Ricardo Diaz aka the prof but this must Mm. and and I'm just going to read you a quote that he says and I think this is really interesting um because true innovation is difficult and it takes about a decade and a huge amount of financial investment So for example, the best shower gel today contains six technologies that were developed over years. So you can't constantly expect to have something new and improved every day. So we have two parts of our industry and he's talking about sort of beauty and skincare. We have science that sells chemicals, only they can't say chemicals because chemicals is now bad. And then we have the alternative industry based on marketing ideas and trends rather than science. So when brands Mm. can't compete with science, they opt for alternative facts and he's he's pointing the finger clearly at sort of clean beauty brands there isn't he yeah um and he is a professor of cosmetic science master's program at Rutgers University I just thought that was really interesting but to listen to more, have a listen to the Eco Wells podcast. She's
2: so brilliant. Yeah, it's a really good podcast if you're really geeky about skincare. Yeah, and formulation and stuff. Yeah,
1: and it's she's, good. She's just so like sweet and lovely. Clearly, really knowledgeable, and she just gets mm. attacked by the the wellness brands quite a lot. And they are quite a. Does she? Yeah, she does. They they all they always come after. <sighs> Um, and lab muffin does because I guess if you do, you know, if you are coming after someone's beliefs, it's a bit like the vaccine yeah, versus it how must be thre-
2: it's threatening. Yes, yeah.
1: threatening, threatening to certain people's livelihoods who made money off the fact that you know mm. you need to say that your facial oils are whatever paraben free.
2: Mm, yeah, I want to do a podcast about parabens, but um, I need to do my research first. Yeah. But parabens are not. Uh- The evil evil demon. They're not the evil demon that everyone seems to believe that they are because, you know, preservatives quite often are irritating and allergenic. I don't know why they've they've got such a bad press. You know, people have really gripped on to, I think they found some parabens in some, like stored in the tissues of a cadaver. Yeah. And so that means that they're really, really bad. Yeah. But yeah, I need to do more research on it. But they're generally found to be very safe chemicals. Yeah. But yeah, all of these products, say free from parabens. Yeah. So many of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really strange, isn't it? Like you said, though, obviously Mm. some things you would find helpful. So for example, like fragrance and fumes, you want to know at a glance that what you're yeah. using also a lot of people aren't good at reading labels so I haven't I haven't been on the Facebook skincare friends account for ages because I got locked out of it um oh no but you get you get a lot of questions on that about label reading and want yeah. to know like basically if I have is this okay? Yes, yeah, it's okay. So for certain people, I find that really then it makes me feel sorry for those people. Because I think if you're mm. being led to believe that if you just cut out, for example, a suspicious six ingredients, you'll be mm. good to go and don't worry about reading the label because none of that shit's
2: important. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's where a drunk elephant has them over a barrel, it isn't does, it? Because yeah. the label is really hard to read. And don't worry that it costs a million pounds. Your
1: skin will be yeah. great
2: you'll have to trust us yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah it's a hard yeah there. um yeah where do we go from there though because like you know um people who like friends of mine will still say to me oh you know what can or what can you recommend that's like they won't say clean anymore because they know that I would you know drive around the house and throw eggs at it but you know, like free yeah. from or doesn't have like nasty chemicals in it or this,
2: this and that. And I just think. Yeah. Oh. I don't want chemicals in my, I'm I'm trying to find chemical skincare or natural skincare. Yeah. And you're like, well, because you can't, it's all a myth. Um, natural chemicals can be as toxic as anything else. And parabens are found in nature.
0: Yeah, They are
2: natural chemicals.
0: Yeah.
1: What
2: food are they? In? As is hydroquinone. Yeah. Um. I can't remember, but they are they are something that's that plants produce. Yeah. Naturally, as is hydroquinone, which is, you know, apparently very poisonous and toxic. It's my best friend. Yeah, we love that stuff. It's it, the the public is being confused, and their confusion and fear is a way of selling products. Okay. So if you are listening to the podcast and you
1: go, okay, so who do I trust then? Apart from me and you, who would you hmm. who would you point listeners to if they're confused about what's in their skincare? Who would be the best people to listen to and learn yeah.
2: from, do you think? Well don't trust the people trying to sell you things for a start. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's everyone's motivation for doing anything, isn't it? Money. Um, We're not trying to sell anything. We're not. You can trust us. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Try the Insee Decoder. That's a good website. Yes. I like that. Yeah. And there's CosDNA, which breaks down ingredients and skin charisma.
1: Oh, does that do the same thing?
2: Yeah, it's 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 got a nicer user profile. Uh, oh, does it? Oh, okay.
1: than, uh, yeah, I have yeah. used it. So, so it's, it's
2: it's easier to to follow what's bad and good about right. the ingredients. Okay. Skin Charisma than Cos DNA just sort of breaks things down. It's like comedogenic, irritating. It's quite um, right. basic. Okay. Skin Charisma is easier to use. You know, they're still they're not selling anything, but you know, they make their money from advertising on their website, which is okay. But I I think that's so, so what Nia's just
1: basically described are three sites that you can basically Mm. just tap the name of your product into, and it will break down the inky list or the ingredients list pretty much into, um, you know, good, bad, and neutral, pretty much, doesn't it? And it breaks down what they are, what they do, and, you know, whether they're have the potential to be either comedogenic, so pore blocking or irritating in some other way. Um, and it's a yeah. really good way to navigate your skincare products, I think, isn't it? You know, I was obsessive mm. about Inky, the Inky Decoder. I would just put everything in there. I love it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And after a while of looking for stuff, you kind of start remembering what the ingredients are that- and you get a feel for it. And yeah. also what's really good, and I don't know if Skin Charisma and CosDNA have it, but they have
1: the comparison so you can compare it with like for like products mm. and it will break down right so inky inky decoder will do that so you can press compare yeah. copy and paste another product into there and it will just do mm. break down of the oh, next cool. to each other so you can see oh yeah in descending order obviously this one actually mm. has more of that active ingredient or whatever that's also really yeah yes cool. yeah, really yeah. Cool. um so yeah i would trust those i would also trust the Eco Well, <laughs> she's she's yeah. Eco
2: Well podcast is really good. Yeah, uh, listen and, to her and on Instagram and Lab Muffin as well and um, her blog. Lab Muffin and another blog that I like is kind of Stephen. Oh yeah, you you um, quoted him. Yeah, he's a cosmetic scientist. Yeah, so kind of Stephen's got a good uh, blog post about it, and he he had the example of um, apparently KFC claimed that their chicken was hormone free which sort of made out that other people are using hormones to make, make bigger chickens, which they're not.
1: Maybe they are. They just haven't been caught near. How do you know?
2: Maybe, (laughs) maybe, but you know, they just, they had no basis for, for accusing anyone of hormone use. They just decided to write this is hormone free on their product. And they got into trouble for it and told not to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Don't do that. So kind
2: yeah, so of he, Stephen. Okay, so he has a blog. <clears throat> yeah, so he, he he has a blog and I, I've um, sort of g- grabbed some a quote from his blog post, which is quite useful. So um, the things that he, he um, says are bad about free from claims. So uh, some of the free from claims are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see facial oil, say, free from sodium laureth, laurel sulfate, mm-hmm. SLS, um, when you wouldn't have SLS in your facial oil anyway. Okay. It's just it's never in there. So this, you know, claiming that your product is free from it is not a boast. Yes. Yeah. It's just, you know, of course it is. Um, so broad. Um, so claims like free from fragrance are too broad because they'll have no synthetic fragrance but they may well be uh, essential oils in there which are just as irritating as synthetic fragrance
1: so free
2: from fragrance i would take that to mean mm. free from all fragrance though but it's not it? i know yeah no if if they've got like rose oil or something that like that no way that, yeah okay so you have to have a you still have to have a little look at the ingredients list really um, okay. Inaccurate. So um inaccurate claims could be something like free from formaldehyde um when actually the product cont- contains something that releases formaldehyde. Right, okay. Yeah, there's certain formaldehyde releasing uh preservatives. Right. So that's not accurate. Undefined, so cruelty free. This is yeah, this is a somewhat uh, upsetting fact cruelty free is not a defined term some brands take it to mean they haven't tested the product on animals some might mean the finished product wasn't tested but the ingredients were or Mm. that somebody else tested the final product or the ingredients Mm -hmm. um so it's not a standard that the brand can define it as they wish okay and use it yeah so some organizations have created logos and definitions that brands use, but customer must verify the standards used and its claims.
1: Yeah. So if it's like leaping yeah. bunny certified, I usually yeah. have to mean that every aspect, every yes. every chain in that process of production to, you know, distribution and everything in between has been checked mm. and is certified
2: okay. That's it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah that's not a lot of my products though and no, i mean I'm that's using... it. there's not
2: that many leaping bunny certified products no and
1: also i'm using a lot of snail mucin products and bee yeah propolis which is from yeah bee pollen i think isn't it and then um, that's it my yeah. face loves it
2: <laughs> my face loves the yeah. snail mucin sorry yeah there's a lot of um animal derived products from korea yeah but god damn it, they work. How do they get the snail slime off the snails? I think they get
1: them to do races on panes of
2: glass. Oh. That's what they
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> And then me. rinse it off.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know how, I don't know
0: how it works.
1: Um, but tell you what, Mizon Snail SPF mm. is lovely, it's really nice. And the eye cream
2: and the eye patches using all of it it's all nice (laughs) is it fragrance free or is it unscented or whatever I detect a really
1: tiny and I'm sure I read there is a teeny bit of fragrance it's almost imperceptible Mm. though um but you might not like it and um yeah I'm not sure I don't think it is fragrance free it is white as anything going on it will really freak you out First going on. Oh wow. Um, but it it settles in really well. And it's so hydrating as well. It's lovely. Cool. What's it called again? Myzon snail sun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Myzon snail sun
1: thing. Um it's got a it's got a picture of a snail with a pair of shades on. It doesn't, but it should have. Cool. Yeah, I've got the snail repair eye cream. That was really nice. Mm. I don't know. I'll find it. It's on my Insta anyway. I reviewed it really okay. recently. Um, but yeah, it's lovely. Uh, yeah. So, cool. Okay. Yeah. So just be careful of those things. Know who to trust and listen to. That's the big one. And you've made a really good point. Yeah. Just don't trust the people who are trying to sell you stuff. Um, yeah. And the biggest thing for with Free From is that we're not interested to a, to a, a, a certain extent. What's not in it, apart from the things that you know are going to irritate your face? You want to know what it's going to do. Yeah. But if the list of things that it's free from are long and lustrous, that usually makes me really suspicious. Because yes, I'm I'm not that interested in that. I I want to know what's in it and what it does.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, and you know, because brands are limited in what they can say something does because they have no scientific evidence to back up their claims, then, you know, their scope for promoting things mm. gets narrower Then, yeah, all brands would want to say that their product is good for all sorts of things. And is free from anything toxic. So, you know, They're being limited in what they can say, so I'd always be suspicious of a sales pitch from anyone, Um, and just do your own research. Blah blah blah.
1: So what? Do your own research is usually the thing that anti-vaxxers
2: scream at you. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what. That's why I went blah blah blah. (laughs) The end of it.
1: Educate yourself, Mia. Yeah. Um,
2: It's just yeah. It's just shady shady tactics. And you know, just you've got to read the ingredients list yourself. Yes. And kind of figure it out yourself. Yeah. Take take everything with a pinch of salt. Yeah.
1: I lied. It's not Mizon. It was jiggut. Sorry. I totally lied about my thumb block. Jiggut? My sun block was jiggut snail UV SPF fifty PA plus plus plus. Oh okay. Um, I've used that
2: before. Really cheap.
1: Oh, eight pounds, I think
2: yeah yeah cheapy cheapy cheap cheap and also really nice are you nervous now about korean sunscreens no after after the centella Mm.
0: debacle no i'm
2: not because now i think if
1: anything they're just going to be more on it than they ever were before so it was purito purito got into huge
2: Yeah, Centella green level, which is my
1: favorite sunscreen. It was a lovely sunscreen and it was found in Mm. independent lab tests to be something like, well, it really ranged, didn't it? One of them was tested at SPF 19 and it was sold as a SPF 50 plus and another one, I think, like 29 or something like that. So obviously Mm. way, way inferior to what was advertised, but it was actually an issue with a Korean FDA um, who was doing the oh, testing really? rather than just pre- purito itself so there was at one point it looked like pretty much everything that had been tested by the kfda which is the koreans version mm. of food and drug administration um was going to be Dodge. i'm not sure whether that actually panned out or whether it was just purito but yeah purito dealt with it really well it was a pr disaster and they they just mm-hmm. held their hands up and said like i don't think that any there was no ill intent. I don't think they decided to try and rip mm. people off and sell them shitty sunscreen because you know, clearly no. you get into so much trouble for that. So I'm not put off by it. I think if anything, their checks are gonna be more stringent. and actually they found now with a couple of American sunscreens, they've had the same issue. Oh really yeah, uh. so I you know it could be a batch thing, I don't know, but they you know, Purito they're such a good brand I really like their stuff and it would never put me off buying
2: mm. yeah what about you? I still I still use the Purito green level but I don't trust it on a sunny day really yeah I use something else with it
1: you're making me paranoid now because I was just saying I've been putting sunscreen on every other hour why is my
2: face getting brown like, why is my face <laughs> brown because it's something that doesn't work <laughs> Um, Bloody hell. And the Apia Pure Sun Sun Gel. Epier. Apia.
1: Apia. Yeah. Don't use it. It's really smelly and it stings and sweats okay. your eyes. it's You can't access you do There's no way you could go for a run wearing it. You go blind, um, <laughs> yeah. which is a shame. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Do you have the Altruist Face Fluid?
1: I don't, but I have used it before and it still stings my eyes.
2: Yeah, stings your eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I, I had a comment on my review of altruist face fluid saying I couldn't use it because my it, my eyes were burning yeah. and I was in pain.
1: Yeah, and, and that was specifically the face fluid. But I use it and it's fluids, fine. It?
2: Was that specifically yeah. the
1: face fluid? Right. Um, yeah but really. that, didn't oh. do that was the tinted mineral one but it was so orange okay <laughs> it, I love yeah. that stuff I just it swept into my eyes what I can't pin down the yeah. exact ingredient but it's quite a common no
2: yeah because they use this a, a raft of chemical sunscreens in it yeah. which sounds bad like a bad thing but they are literally filtering out every single section of the UVA and UVB spectrum. Wow. To an impressive degree. Yeah. All for four pounds? If you go through, yeah, you go through the ingredients, you go and you look at what their range of um, Mm -hmm. protection is for, because every single sunscreen ingredient has a different range of, of protection in the spectrum. And there's covers all the bases. Wow. Like the more filters you've got, the, the filters support each other and, you know, keep the, the other filters working. So they're like, the more that you've got, the better each one works. Amazing! All for yeah. four quid. It's just so, so cheap. Say, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He's a good man. Yeah. Hey, what's his name? Andrew Burney. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The dermatologist that makes Altruist. Yeah, it's a, it's an impressive brand.
1: And they are altruistic. They are really... A good portion of their sales go towards helping yeah. people with albinism as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, I just, I will use it everywhere else, but I just can't use it on the top half of my face. But you've got real eyebrows and I yeah. don't, you see, and I think if you... No, I've got very bushy eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. And I think that really helps.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'm sure it does. You know, it's only if it's pissing down with rain and I'm running wearing it that i'm finding myself blinking and squinting yeah
1: but now you've said that and explained how all those filters work in perfect harmony with each other
2: i Mm. have even
1: more respect for it now so i will always be using altruist and the whole point is you know he said you know it's crazy i saw a charlotte tilbury spf advertised Mm. have you seen it and it wasn't like no stupid stupid expensive but it was still like 39 quid um, it's still you're never going to use that for your two hourly top up, are you? Let's face it. And so you need to make no. something at a price point where you're not going to feel like you're a waste, you're wasting money when you're going through <laughs> a, a tube every two weeks, like you probably should be doing in British. Production. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's a
2: great he's a great guy, but yeah, I still can't. Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, you know you. You can use it on certain bits of your body and face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fine. Cheap goes yeah. and down. Not a problem. Mm.
1: Um, I'm still using the It Cosmetics CC Cream, which is lush. It's really nice. Oh, it's amazing. I need to get that again.
2: I didn't realise how kind of full coverage it was, though. It's pretty... It is proper. It's a proper foundation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I kind of... So when it was my birthday on the Deben's Closing Down sale, I went crazy town and I bought... Yves Saint Touche mm. in like three different shades and Ooh. I bought Yves Saint foundation and then obviously because I bought it all online everything was just the wrong color <laughs> so I have to I have to mix it with the <laughs> cosmetics sunscreen after I put my sunscreen on um mm. so yeah I've got quite a full face <laughs>
2: that's the thing in it buying things online you end up with such random colors. And even if you go into the shop, like I go I been I went to Boots and I bought um Elf cosmetics mm. camo cream which is SPF 30 and it is amazing. What is, is it a foundation or It's a it's it's a CC cream I suppose. Oh, right, okay. But it is a foundation. It is full coverage, really really full coverage. And it looks great It's a great great um, finish It's not matte It's not glowy It's sort of in between Lovely um, But I've got the wrong colour Oh shit Because you can't t- test it You can't You can see it in the bottle But
0: Yeah
2: It looks fine in the bottle But <laughs> Max is like Yeah It looks white oh, you look That's what white. I look like With my
1: Yusana on one And it's so No it's long comb actually It's
2: a long foundation yeah. It's so lovely mm-hmm um but yeah i like a ghost (laughs) i guess those you can get those little drops can't you like pigment drops to darken or lighten things oh
1: that's a good idea if they're
2: worth trying yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good idea i'll do that um yeah i have got to let my
1: face breathe though because it's so burnt because of the tretinoin oh bloody hell it's my nephew's 18th birthday tomorrow and i can't look like jeremy beadle if
2: when i when i go (laughs)
1: for dinner I'm gonna have to wear a mask.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Natalie's very enigmatic this <laughs> evening. <laughs> um, oh,
1: yeah, I can't believe he's eighteen. It makes me feel so old. I know. Ugh. Yeah, horrid. Always oh, feel old. Yeah, I do feel old lately. I don't know why I feel lined and wrinkled. I just feel yeah, yeah. yeah it's because I'm tired. I'm like yeah come out of the arse end of like a shitty quarter at work just the hardest yeah a horriblest time at work
2: yeah and that makes and me feel wrinkled it's told <laughs> yeah 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 you know with the tretinoin drying your skin out as well that's probably not going to help is it
1: no i've got plenty of amino acids and b5 and i'm doing my mm. i'm gonna do like three of seven skins. Yeah, I got lots of lovely hydrating
2: products. I've got from Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go and do them. Do them. Yeah, I've got I got um, a red and near infrared light. Oh, have you? Yeah, what? it's I've I bought the most industrial thing ever. Can you show me? It's cool. Yeah. Okay. So, Yeah. So it's like a brick with with light bulbs in it. Because I've got um, Achilles tendonitis from running too much. No, me. Yeah, yeah. So I can't run at the moment because I'm in too much pain. And So I bought this light to try and cure my ankle pain. And I was like... Because I read that near infrared light's good for healing, like back pain and stuff. So I'd read somewhere and, you know, somebody would written an article about dealing with Achilles tendonitis. And I was like, oh, cool. Because then I can also shine it on my face. (laughs) So weed. And this thing is so bright, like... If I I shine at my face, I close my eyes and I know I should get those little goggles and it came with the goggles, but I can't be bothered to find where they are. And if you shine at your face for 10 minutes and then you put it down, everything's green. Cool. Like your eyes have adjusted to the intensity of the red light and then they kind of need like five minutes to reset themselves. Wow. It's nuts. Yeah. It's kind of funny. So you've been using it on your face. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to, and I know it's one of those things that's probably just going to end up in a drawer or cupboard somewhere because I can't be asked to put it on my face, but I'm, I'm determined to give it a, uh, give it a whirl. Because the scientific evidence for red light is pretty good. So
1: Oh, wicked. The um, the one yeah. the product I tagged Nia
2: in a product
1: on Instagram for these yeah. LED face masks, which looked really good because at least they give you a true, I don't know. But the mask to me looks too far away from the mm. face.
2: It's quite far it's like a plastic shield. Yeah. Like a bit like a visor that you wear yeah. when you're going into a shop and you don't want to wear a mask um it didn't look bright enough to me Uh, and like you know like this lamp I've got has got like a really heavy duty electrical cable going into it yeah to get all the power to the lights going to my cells yeah that thing had like a button on like a flimsy little yeah um plastic thingy
1: you just I don't know I don't know yeah it looks a bit daft punk looks like fun
0: yeah.
2: it looks like it looks cool. It looks like fun, but I don't know if it's got enough power behind um, the thing. The cheapness of it made me, yeah. Buy it. Do you know what I mean? It was around hundred pound. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, this, this lamp was one hundred and seventy something quid, mm-hmm. so not that expensive in terms of other lights. But you know, it's not like is it nothing.
1: working on your on your tendon pain?
2: Well. I, I thought it was and then I went for a, I tried to go for a run and I felt very foolish because I was in a very high amount of pain I had to stop
1: oh Nia. yeah yeah after yourself when did you do this
2: well it's I, I mean to be honest it's been hurting for months and just been oh, gradually no. getting worse until the point where I'm like actually this run is no longer pleasant and I need to stop so yeah. I have to stop so, but I've got a physio appointment tomorrow morning to get a professional's take on it
0: oh <laughs> I hope apparently it
2: resting isn't very good, you know stopping running completely isn't good for a tendon either so I yeah need, I need to know what to specifically to do so
1: I wish I ran enough to necessitate um being told that I have to take it easy but I just don't <laughs> oh I wish yeah. I had a red LED like right now. And yeah, just that's the
2: thing. The red, the red LED will help things like that. Definitely. You know, stuff yeah. like post-chemical peel, redness, soreness. If you've got a spot, it'll help it heal. That kind of stuff. I just realized I'm going for a procedure. What are you having done? The orchard facial procedures. I
1: can't remember. you Your like khaki that. done again. No, I'm not having the khaki facial, but although I really do recommend mm. it. Um, oh, I'm having microneedling.
2: Oh, you? Yeah. Whoa. How about that? For any specific purpose? Um, just. I'm
1: actually more having it on the like lower jaw mm. uh, for
2: col- area for collagen induction. Then.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Have you had it?
2: I have. Yeah. I have one treatment, though, um, because uh, somebody I know needed a model for an open evening. Oh, right. I've having a course. Yeah. Okay. a whole course. Yeah. Don't um, – yeah, one, just one doesn't do anything at all. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, having a few. Sure. So I'll be taking lots of pictures of befores and afters for
0: that. Yeah, cool.
1: Um, yeah. And that's it. But I don't know. I can't remember what it is. Oh, I'm having also – what's the treatment they do on your feet which identifies oh reflexology yeah there we go yeah next. having that next week. oh that's nice I know mm. just I'm just treating myself all the time every, Thursday, every every day every mm.
2: every Thursday is self-care day that's good yeah, yeah. just
1: rinse my bank account <laughs> and you know feel feel
2: really good just love it good for you
1: you go for a run and i just act like i'm some Beverly Hills <laughs> billionaire
2: <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. it's college funds in my face. Isn't <laughs> yeah. so um i think we've we've done free from claims, haven't we? yeah, sorry, we, we did it, that about half. An yeah, we've put it through through its paces. yeah, it's just all nonsense. clean beauty nonsense. And I think, you know, hopefully it's, you know, a, f- a fashion trend that's coming to an end now. And consumers are starting to open their eyes to how it's not real, I yeah. hope. Which is great. Yeah. So good. Yeah.
1: Um, thank you for listening to us, guys. What should we talk about next? Should we talk about parabens next?
2: Yeah, we can. Sure. I'd love to. Unless we want to talk about well, something so- more frivolous, more mm. jolly. Oh, I like that
1: frivolous stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We could talk. I like it when listeners
2: tell me. Yeah, I love it when people tell us what to do. Um, we've also had <laughs> <laughs> also had the recommendation of baby skincare, children's skincare. Oh, I oh, know. Skincare. Okay. Well, who cares? They already look great, don't they? I mean, <laughs> you know, screw them, basically. Yeah. They've already got all the collagen. I
1: know. They're beautiful cheeks. I just think, oh, you've got no idea.
2: Yeah. You guys. They've got hyaluronic acid and collagen for days i guess you know if we're thinking about like trying to keep them safe from chemicals maybe we'll do children's skincare one day but i don't feel like it no
1: i don't feel like
2: it <laughs> oh um i quite fancy doing like uh over exfoliation oh yes yeah that's
1: what a really do. good one.
2: Yeah, that's a really good one because people can do that. Yeah, let's do overexfoliation. People are always overexfoliating.
1: And can we just talk about, we'll talk about glycolic acid as well.
2: Yeah, that sounds good. I'm excited now. Okay, brilliant. Thanks, guys. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) Speak to you soon. Um, Come come and listen to us again next week on Skincare with Friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bye.